Welcome to Jewelry Pod. I am Krishna Raj, certified diamond graduate and a jewelry insider. Whole idea of this podcast is to take you to the world of gems and jewelry, share with you experiences and journey of amazing creators, business owners, designers, and anyone who contributes to the industry. Not long ago, in 2019, at Jewelry Arabia show in Bahrain, I was casually wandering from hall to hall, looking at beautiful jewelry. I could not move my attention from this particular display counter at A to Z Advisory that housed distinguished jewels from the selected creative houses. I was flabbergasted by the aesthetics of Bill Arabi. At first, I thought these are some art pieces brought out from a museum for the show, though it wasn't the fact. That excitement was followed by extensive reading about the brand, and I could not stop myself reaching out to Nadine. I wanted to know more about Bill Arabi, but back then I haven't found my voice until I started the jewelry pod. I'm at Cloud Nine today, as I would be speaking with the creator of Bill Arabi, Nadine Kanzo herself. Those who know her, they are also fond of Nadine, photography, business perspective, warmth, hospitality, and everything she stands for. Hi, Nadine. I can't thank enough for joining us today. I actually had to control my excitement. Welcome to the Jewelry Pod. Thank you, Krishna. That's so sweet of you. That's a beautiful introduction. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. You have a heart of gold, and you're very kind. So, to begin with, Nadine, I'd like you to tell about yourself. to our listeners and how you came into designing the jewelry as i was introduced by krishna my name is nadine kanso i live in dubai i've been living here for the last 20 years i started my brand bil arabi almost 14 years ago it was after my first exhibition of photography which was min ana that spoke about or touched on the arabic identity <music> from there i wanted uh, that to be more uh, permanent in my expression in my work of art so i found myself working in jewelry with the letters in arabic so it touched on our identity as arabs on our pride of our language and beautiful culture and the history of all uh, beautiful things such as calligraphy itself <laughs> I started Bil Arabi uh, with one ring, with the noon ring that I wore from friends, from uh, stores like such as Sauce at the time, who hosted me, and from there on, I developed the brand slowly and organically up till today. And it's something very dear to my heart. It became a business, and it's something I enjoy doing every morning, and I enjoy coming to work, and I love what I do. And I think this shows because 14 years down the road, I still do Arabic. Uh, uh, lettering and calligraphy, which were I have to specify to nowadays that I was the first one to do the letter jewelry in Arabic uh, in terms of like gold and uh, you know as a jewelry. And I'm not talking about words and names and and all of that, but it's something that brings a lot of joy to me. And we are where we are today. <music> A 
we totally love your creation and they do stand apart and uh, they are just so out of league we see uh, i go every time to golsuk and all the ace places where we can buy jewelry from but you definitely earn that identity and definitely that talks a lot about your passion and dedication towards your art it is a kind of an art form because it came from a photography aspect it was not uh, a business uh, i've learned to do uh, well to be a business person like an entrepreneur or even to be a jewelry designer with time and uh, the journey was amazing and the experience is still great and i still learn a lot because it's not something i went to university and studied i studied at the time graphic design communication arts uh, radio tv and film we did a lot of typography which like always been something that attracted me to to this kind of art so definitely it's more art in my opinion than uh, just a jewelry brand we obviously do things that are very basic and simple to cater when you have to look at things a bit differently and try to keep on your feet in terms of uh, an entrepreneur and a business so you need to cater to different clients and customers with different likings and different price points so you have pieces that will be more of really an artwork and you have pieces that are basic and simple to be able uh, uh, you know to keep the brand uh, running definitely all the brands we see across us are giving this edge to their consumers they are working on length and breadth of the product and so that's very tangible in your brand as well what i appreciate most in your work is sense of dynamism and bright colors along with the traditional details can you tell me about the design process as a whole in terms when it comes to bil arabi the base of the brand is obviously arabic uh, calligraphy and identity and language so the inspiration is coming from there but how we developed that throughout the years 14 years down the roads from a basic design all the way to uh, designs that are more intricate more thought of they're more design oriented rather than calligraphy oriented there's a big difference uh, i can play with the, with the shapes of the letters without really removing any thing that specific to them this is where the challenges uh, actually lies this is why you, if you look at my first designs and the uh, evolution uh, of it you'll you'll see a lot of like reduction to color lately the last 3 uh, 4 yeah. years with the enamel keeping as you said the arabic calligraphy in any business or in any kind of design if you want to keep on moving if i want to say you have to always come up with something different or something new something that you know that will excite people to look at your brand over and over again and bring something always uh, innovative to the to the table <music> and this is what we did when we started working with enamel around 4 years ago obviously we will always look at new techniques or at new inspirations if you want uh, with the material itself or with the shapes uh, obviously but bil uh, arabi is very much about arabic i am stuck uh, with and when i say stuck it doesn't uh, it's not a negative uh, connotation but it's ra- rather something that challenge me every day to come up with something different if uh, i mean i have a lot of people that always say oh my god we thought you know how much can she do with an arabic letter over and over again i guess i surprised a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> you by, definitely by... did and we never get tired seeing your art and new creations you have been experimenting with amazing color stones recently and that work is just amazing yeah i mean we we try we always have to 
dig into our minds, remember the trips and the journeys and the travels we did, you know, look at uh, at artworks of other uh, artists. And I, and I, when I say that, it's not only about designers and jewelry designers, but also about art and about culture and history and patterns and carvings and all of that. Because this is where a lot of inspiration come, even if it's not literal, but you know, you need to keep open mind when it comes to design. You cannot be like just, you know, on one track and not be creative. And these words are coming out of your creative side of the brain, but we also know that you are commercially really amazing and smart. So speaking about business as well, could you throw some light like how you uh, definitely you have very strong identity amongst the Arab culture and even overseas, people just love your work. And you have also participated in Jewelry Arabia Bahrain, as I mentioned before, and you got featured in Trendbook 2021. And that's like a Bible of, you know, jewelry world trends. So can you talk about that, please? Can you share those experiences with us? In terms of like the Jewelry Arabia with the A to Z, Hamman is a close friend and uh, he's someone who's very elegant in choosing the designers that he represents and he does a beautiful curation his booth and the way he puts designers together he's always trying to find eclectic pieces from uh, all over the world and uh, to be in such a bouquet of uh, of designers is always a pleasure and, a, and an excitement to me as for the book <laughs> Obviously, because I started a certain trend uh, 14 years ago, I would say people start recognizing that and they relate when they come to this part of the world or they ask about designer from this part of the world, my name comes up and it becomes uh, like a trademark. I guess, as you said, the identity is strong and this is what uh, I always, always say, if you want to be if you want to keep on doing what you're doing and you want to be successful, one, you have to do it from the heart. Two, you have to have a strong identity. And this is where our, in terms of like either marketing, it's we don't do really marketing, but I think the identity being so special and so specific and so strong that this comes without uh, a lot of effort. Obviously, we do events. Obviously, we try to be in certain exhibitions um, and the way we position ourselves, it's, it's always a plus. And this is what makes us a, a lot more different than uh, other people who at this point in time just like follow in our footsteps yeah, i totally agree with you and and you yourself as a person and as your personality represent a lot about brand and i don't think uh, your brand need any further events or definitely events as a part of business but as as representing brand you you are doing a, a fantastic job thank you so much that's so sweet of you krishna <laughs> Moving on, I'd like to know that we have kind of realized this, that your inspiration is coming from the Arabic letters and the tradition. Any particular era or a person, you know, that gravitate towards? I come from a household where Arab nationalism was a very big part of our lives and uh, we and still are very much of proud Arabs and to go into a lot of like political uh, issues and... and uh, <laughs> yeah connotations. The 9-11 issue was one of the major things that sparked that in me.
I started uh, hearing people not wanting to name their kids Arabic names. And this is something I always say in all my interviews. That kind of like not only shocked me, I was like, I felt really we can't just like give in because something of a really like um, unfortunate and, and sad event happened in the world that we cannot carry out. Uh, naming our kids Arabic names and and being proud of who we are and our identity. I felt a threat by hearing these uh, these things. And I said to myself, uh, no, this is not going to be the issue uh, in my case. And I'm going to still be a proud Arab. And how can I do that on a commercial level? Okay, and when I say commercial level, at that time, I would not have said a commercial level. How can I uh, send my message and express myself to a wider audience? So the point was making the first letter N uh, in jewelry. I said, we need to wear wear our letters in in Arabic. We need to express ourselves in Arabic. We we need to tell ourselves that we need to say the word love in Arabic and not in another language. We need to say the word peace in Arabic. We need to say all of this in Arabic. And this is how the brand came about. And this is how it kind of like sparked. So this is where the inspiration really came from. And this is the background I come from. It's not only about about, as I said, culture, but it's also about identity and who we are today as Arabs and how proud we should be. We've given a lot to the world long time back, and it's something we need to try to keep on doing, although we've gapped for a long, long time. But if we can, in so many small ways, I'm happy to be part of that. Your words share deeper meaning than actually what we have discussed now. And yeah, that was a very unfortunate part. But it's being said that take your broken heart and make it into art. Your art is like cross borders, and it is actually conveying some great sense. That's, uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to hear that. You're a big contributor to that. I'd like to know that uh, besides your photography and your jewelry uh, creation, you're also known for collaborations. And uh, what synergies we can be excited about, you know, in coming times. I'm always excited about collaborations. Uh, when I collaborate, I try to, to do something that I would love to do on my own, but never had either the time. I don't want to ha- have the headache of, <laughs> of doing it by myself <laughs> because uh, not only these things usually cost a lot of money, but it's also you need um, you need the right people to uh, carry them. You need the right people to display them. You need all, all of that. So um, uh, the, our my next collaboration is going to be again with Iwan Maktabi, and it's going to be a carpet We're hopefully releasing it. It's ready, but obviously because of COVID, uh, we had a lot of things had to be postponed and and pushed. Uh, So hopefully in September or end of August, we'll be sharing our new carpet uh, with a new design on it. We're totally looking forward to it and very hopeful that it will come out really amazing and prove as an amazing example of an art piece. Nadine, you have definitely spent a lot of time in the industry and you yourself has developed that understanding of manufacturing, of designing. I'm sure you're in that position to give some tips and some handy suggestions to the new people who would love to or who are looking forward to enter into this industry. 
and uh, what suggestions you would like to give to them i always uh, as i said before i always like to to say for to to anyone coming into the industry either this industry or any like design industry or any actual <laughs> other industry is you need to do it you need to do it from the heart you have to be passionate about it so you will have the energy and the patience to work that journey or to live that journey because it's a lot of ups and downs So if you love it you will not feel the pain of it you will always embrace and and you'll be happy to do what you you do and you will survive it and and go over over a lot of things definitely strong identity is another thing that i always preach about you cannot copy people and and pretend that this is uh, your design because eventually it will catch up with you how much can you copy x y or z so you need to really have a strong identity something that uh, you are proud eventually to call yours and uh, I think once you have that you're set for uh, I would say for life. Now with the covid and all of this and it's something we me and some of my friends who are designers as well we sit and talk about is how let's say happy that our businesses are not big enough to actually ruin us. <laughs> it's good to have small businesses at times because it's manageable. you can keep your uh, team close to you you don't have to put people out and all of this and you do have to try to manage your business as closely as possible as you can you have to enjoy the journey you don't need to be famous in a year you know or two it's okay if you take your time and be famous 5 6 years down the road you know people i find people nowadays they obviously they have the means and they spend all their money to become famous and know their brand and put a lot of money into their marketing but you need to have a 360 view on everything to make sure that everything is working along the same lines otherwise at one point something has to give that's a way to go forward i believe and all of the growth of yours talks so much about niche marketing focusing on your niche i think that kind of works everywhere in every part of the world if you agree with the same yeah i do agree i i totally agree with that and nadine do you know this this podcast came out of this emergence of you know covid only and when i was at home in lockdown i could not imagine you know going forward like how normally we used to you know meeting clients and doing those bulk businesses with the retailers out here there has to be change in pattern which which has been you know continuing from ages and uh, This is the time to you know rethink and everything. My my tagline says Absolutely. unlearn and adapt. So Absolutely. that's what we are here for to share, to know, and to grow. So what's your ultimate message to the community you would like to put out, which we have not covered in this conversation? And I want to wish everyone actually a lot of like positivity and good faith and and everything. I guess it's time to be human and enjoy life as and have time to, think, to create. and not rush all the time we've been rushing and rushing and uh, i guess this is a good time for all of us to to focus on really what we love and sit down and create and i'm sure by doing that something will come out and you will be able to actually um plan better move forward better not rushing things and really thinking of the overall kind of business you want to build and life you want to have with that business because it is not two things apart it for me my life is my work <music> I 
and by that is because I love it. I don't want to ever think that I'll be doing something I don't love. Life is too short to actually spend time on doing something we either don't care much about or don't love. So I think for everyone in the community or elsewhere, I think today is a good time to rethink what we're doing. If it's not something that suits us, we need to find a way to uh, move away from it and build something totally new. As you said, you, you found a podcast to do that time to do something new. It is the time to reinvent yourself or at least to be in a good place with yourself. Thank you so much, Nadine, for all the great words and positivity sharing with us. I'm taking a lot from this conversation. And uh, thank you so much again. Keep creating and stay healthy and safe. And thank you so much for having me on the, your session and uh, all the best to you as well. All the best to everyone out there. Life is short. Just let's uh, have fun. And, uh, and when I say fun, let's be considerate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the great conversation, Nadine. Take care. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care, Krishna. Take care. Bye. Thanks for joining me for this episode of The Jewelry Pot. We hope you enjoyed it and gained insights out of it. Please make sure to share with your friends and family. You can contact me and leave your feedback. Details given in the description. My name is Krishna Raj. Take care until next time.